I posted a, a, a CV of a Dr. Barrick, Ralph Barrick of the University of North Carolina, showing that he'd received millions of dollars in funding from, uh, from the NIH and gain-of-function research. Um, ever since then, I've been smeared and attacked into the platforms. And as a journalist, you know, you certainly notice um, and also, I certainly noticed coordinating to deplatform other people asking questions and and to say things that were not part of our Western heritage of critical thinking and open inquiry. Like, and this is why I say the coup has already happened in America. Most people don't even know. I didn't know until I really, really dug because no one has covered it. President Biden extended emergency powers in April of this year, but for the first time with no terminus date, an open-ended emergency powers. If you are like me, you're constantly searching for the best solutions to keep you and your family healthy. We all know that diet and exercise is important, but unfortunately, diet and exercise is not enough in today's toxic, and nutritional deficient environment. No matter how much you try to eat healthy, soils depleted of minerals will not produce sufficiently nourishing food. That's why we have carefully curated products on the controlyourhealth.care website that keep you fully nourished. The Healthy Foundation Pack for those wanting a complete nutritional program, the On The Go Pack for those looking for a more convenient yet quality solution, and the plant-derived minerals for those on a budget who need more for your money. Starting at less than $30, you can get what our bodies lack the most, and that's minerals. The plant-derived minerals contain up to 77 minerals from prehistoric plants in their unaltered colloidal form, which will give you nourishment you just cannot find in today's food. The price does not mean less quality. Far from it. Plant-derived minerals are also in the complete nutritional program, and these minerals are what our foods lack most. Plus, it comes in tasty flavors for the entire family to enjoy. So if you're on a tighter budget, plant-derived minerals are for you. You can find links for these and many other products at controlyourhealth.care or at sarahwestall.com shop. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the great Naomi Wolf coming back to the program. I am so impressed with her courage and her ability to look at the big picture and help unite humanity. I just, I think you're gonna learn a lot in this interview and it's exactly what we need to be doing. It's exactly the conversations that we need to be having. And uh, I just, I'm so glad that she came on today. I'm gonna leave it at that. And also I'm gonna tell you that I recommend you to buy her book and help get it out because she's being censored everywhere, just like me and a lot of other ones. But before I get into this, I want to remind you to go to my website, sign up for my newsletter, and please share that too with others and tell people to sign up for it because that's the best way for me to get out there. You can follow me on Telegram. I put everything up there as well. I have a lot more people joining Ebonier, so I, I really like that. That's my membership uh, group. It's a private group. I'm, I'm doing it privately. You can get saved. People can save 15% on snake oil and 10% on C60. There's a lot of savings I have, but there's a lot of books listed there too. And I, you know, I really appreciate everyone that supports us. There's a great community there. So I appreciate that. But while you're also at my website, support my affiliates. That's how I support the show. And I also want to tell you that, uh, our lawsuit is going so well. I'm just, I'm so impressed with what our attorneys put together. Hindsight being 2020, they're doing a fabulous job. 
And the only problem is that I learned it's going to be a little more money than we thought. Not that bad. I mean, the whole project is going to be about $65,000 to take it through the whole court system at the district level. That's not that bad. That's because they're being really efficient with their time. And if you know how much legal fees cost and stuff, we thought it was going to be about 55. It's really going to be about 65. So we're trying to raise another 20 grand because we still needed another 10 grand. So just to let you know, and I'm, you got to read that. It was therapeutic for me to read these things. I just did a show on it. And, um, I, I actually have told my the attorneys, Chris Armenta, I said, this is the most, one of the most important cases in U.S. history. And it's shaping up to be that. And we'll see if there's life left in the system because it is such a clear case. She does such a great job. And this is going to be a little, the reason it's going to be a little more expensive is they want to invest a little bit more resources to make sure that the oral arguments are just as good as they can possibly be. And I think that's smart. I mean, an extra 10 grand on one of the most important cases ever. I, I, I really think that's peanuts. And um, it's not peanuts in my wallet, but it's peanuts in the big picture. So if you could please still support it, it's um, givesengo.com slash defending free speech. Uh, we'd really, really appreciate it. And every single one of you who've given money, we appreciate you so much. And I, re I really mean it. It's not just, I mean, we're in this together because this isn't about me. If this thing or any of the other people who are on this lawsuit, there's like 15 of us journalists and show people who have shows and stuff. We're not going to benefit any more than you are. We're just named on the lawsuit and we're pushing it through. But uh, yeah, we might get our shows back on YouTube, but they're still going to, I mean, who knows? And I don't even know if I want that because they don't, you know, we should be supporting these freedom platforms. But anyways, uh, let's get into this wonderful conversation. She's just wonderful with Dr. Naomi Wolf. Naomi, thank you so much for rejoining the program. Thank you so much for bringing me back on, Sarah. It's great to talk to you again. Yeah, it's been a long time. You're, you were on my program when I first started, and I've come a long way. <laughs> Holy crap. I think all of us have come a long way in the last few years. And I am just so impressed with what you're doing because you just kind of broke out of whatever, you know, the paradigm and said, I'm going to expose the truth here. And that takes a lot of courage. Why do you think there are so few people that are able to make those steps out to, I, I know there's cognitive dissonance of people, but I think there's a lot of fear. Why do you think there's so few people that are able to do this? Um, well, thank you. Uh, and I guess what you're referring to is that in the last two years, especially, I you know, I've been engaged in journalism, which is, you know, I've been a journalist for over 35 years. So it's, it's crazy to me that we're living in a time in which asking basic journalistic questions, doing basic investigations, um, you know, m m destroys your career and marginalizes you and, or, or, and brings you to, you know, a whole new set of audiences of people who, who want that. But, you know, I, I did start asking questions about, um, especially about the mRNA injections and the lockdown narrative uh, at the start of, you know, very early on in the pandemic. I can't claim that it was at the start because um, like everyone, I was afraid and believing that, you know, the authorities would not literally destroy civilization <laughs> for their own nefarious purposes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happened. But, um, but very early on, well, uh, you know, into into 
the start of 2021, when I began to do just basic, you know, feminist writer uh, research, noticing that women were, who were injected with the mRNA vaccine were having menstrual dysregulation. Um, and also po I posted a, a, a CV of Dr. Barrick, Ralph Barrick of the University of North Carolina showing that he'd received millions of dollars in funding from, uh, from the NIH and gain of function research. Um, ever since then, I've been smeared and attacked and deplatformed. And as a journalist, you know, you certainly notice it's such great intel when you're over the target, when there is all these mechanisms, all these social media entities, all these news outlets, never seen anything like it, you know, coordinating to undermine re my reputation and deplatform me. Um, and also, I certainly noticed coordinating to deplatform other people asking questions and, and to say things that were not part of our Western heritage of critical thinking and open inquiry, like follow the science. What does that even mean? You know, anyone who knows the history of science knows that, you know, it used to be the science um, to throw women accused of witches into the water to see if they, you know, rose or sank. Um, the science gave us thalidomide. So science changes all the time and it only changes through open inquiry and debate so that was really striking to me what you know why have i maintained my ability to ask reasonable basic questions when millions of other people especially in my neck of the political woods on the left haven't um i think that's a more complicated answer sarah and uh it has to do with cults and the fact that um for two years uh humanity in the West, especially, and, and the left, especially, who read the New York Times, read the Guardian, follow the BBC, you know, all of which took millions of dollars from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and then from the CARES Act for lying to us, basically. Um, these, these people are subjected to a, a form of brainwashing, essentially, that's very much like how you create a cult. Um, it, and it's classic steps or how to induct people into a cult. You isolate them uh, for two years in this case, you disorient them, um, you uh, bombard them with stimuli that is uh, highly you know, emotionally fraught, you know, all this fear porn about which my book, The Bodies of Others shows, you know, is largely baseless about how terrifying the world is and other human beings are in relation to the virus. Um, you uh, create a kind of us versus them mentality. You depict the outside world as, you know, evil and terrifying, and the the cult members as uh, righteous and you know privileged. And then you threaten people with the loss of uh, social support if they leave. Um, and that's literally and, and literally people yeah. are being threatened. You know, and they're they're right. They know that they will lose credentials or they'll lose job opportunities or educational opportunities or not be able to go back to school, you know, if they question this narrative. So I'm, I'm also lucky that I, you know, I work for myself and I have a supportive husband because if I had a job job, um, I think it would be a lot harder for me or if I had small children to feed, it would be yes. a lot harder for me to tell the truth. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I always felt that I was in the middle, you know, just kind of in the middle. I was I got to be honest, I was always a feminist when I was in school, you know, and so that's how I learned about you. And, and then I grew beyond um, 
which I think you have too. You, you, you care very much about female rights, but then you're like, wait a minute, this is, there's a bigger context here. And I realize there's more things going on and more groups are targeted. And this is like over the top, but I do think that the left has been um, taken advantage. They're taking advantage of the left. And I think they've been doing that to certain groups for years. I do think they do the same thing with the cult behavior on the right as well. But for some reason, they decided to do it on the left. Maybe they thought that was going to be more of a powerful way to do it. That's what I think. Well, I think it's, hmm. go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I didn't want to interrupt you, Sarah. Go ahead. No, I think it was just more fertile ground, like, because they were all embedded in the universities. Yeah. And go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I would just caution this move against humanity is bigger than partisanship. It's I agree global. 100%. The script is, yeah. The and that's what I, yes. global and yeah, but I mean, I also agree with you. So in America, the people driving it and being most receptive to it are the left. You're absolutely right. And that's embarrassing and tragic and, and damaging uh, to all of us. But um, in Britain, Boris Johnson was reading from the same playbook, and he's a conservative in Australia. Scott Morrison was, you know, exactly. same script, same sound bites, and he's a conservative. So, you know, and in New Zealand, same script, same sound bites. She's, I believe, liberals. In you know, Canada, same script, same sound bites. He's a liberal. So this is a meta-national group of bad actors um, who yes. are making war against humans. Uh, I do and the left. I want to add yeah. in here because you're, I also think that sure. Mitch McConnell, who is the head of the Republican Senate, he is clearly in lockstep with that. And I think it goes both ways. And I also think Fox News was until, until a few shows recently, you know, within the last day at the beginning, they, I'm just saying that I see exactly what you're saying. So keep going. Yeah. No, well, I mean, we're basically agreeing. Um, yeah. uh, there are, so one of the bad actors I identify in my book is waging war against us and wanting to destroy America and the West, basically, is, of course, the Chinese Communist Party. Yes. And um, he, Mitch McConnell's wife has close ties to, That's I exactly. can't believe I'm saying this, I thought it was a con, you know conspiracy theory, but you know, my, I owe a lot of this information about China to my husband, Brian O'Shea, who's, who was in military intelligence for 12 years and is now in the, you know, private intelligence community. And he showed me so many primary documents about leaders of ours, culture, you know, media of ours, cultural icons of ours who've been completely bought up by China or by China via cutouts and, you know, fronts. And so this is really happening. I mean, I fully feel that our Biden administration is uh, compromised by China by a $3.2 million payment to Hunter Biden from a senior CCP intelligence agent. You know, you don't take $3.2 million from a brutal, tyrannical superpower and, and then, you know, not do what they want when your dad is president, you know, the dad has to do what they want. Literally every policy I see the Biden administration inflicting on our country could be, if you analyze things backwards, meaning what is the outcome, which is what I was trained to do as a political consultant at the highest levels, you, you see this is clearly an attack. You know, all of these policies benefit China and the World Economic Forum, opening the borders, 
you know, let, I, and I'm the granddaughter and daughter of immigrants, so I'm very pro-legal immigration, but opening the borders, thousands and thousands of, you know, fighting age men are pouring in from Ukraine and Afghanistan, um, my sources tell me. Uh, we've got, you know, food supply disruptions. Never in American history has that been the case. This was the land of abundance. We have, you know, energy, you know, grid outages. Um, we're, we're braced for cyber attacks. I personally warn people to, you know, print out all their bank and asset records and to try to not be in only digital, you know, digital currencies or digital assets because those can be wiped out overnight. Um, we, we've got, you know, baby formula shortages. We've got uh, our children being groomed with sexually inappropriate material. And I'm a big supporter of trans rights and LGBTQ rights, but that's not what that is. You know, inappropriate sexual material aiming at kids. Um, we've got, you know, all these creepy nonprofits in the schools trying to get between children and their parents. We've got these laws that weaken parents' influence over children and give children the right to, you know, decide to get injected or decide this or decide that. We've got, you know, we've got eugenic type bills going yeah. through, like let yeah. a newborn baby die. I, you know, if you told me this verbally, I would think, oh, come on, really. But I have literally seen the bills. You know, I've seen the the curricula. I've seen all the primary sources for this. And this is a this is the way China, people have to understand the way China wages war against countries is you've got to think of the game Go in which you encircle your enemy rather than chess or checkers, which is the Western way of waging war in which you kind of go at your enemy face to face. So they call this uh, unrestricted warfare, meaning it's not a shooting war. People aren't dropping bombs on us, but they are doing everything possible to surround us culturally, to weaken us, to disorient us, to tenderize us, as it's called in the military. Um, and and I fully believe that these injections are part of that because the tech transfer was 100% to China at the end of 2021 of the Pfizer technology, um, according to the SEC filing. And and just to finish this riff, it, you know, in the horrible way it has to finish, I, I am one of very few people who's seen all of the Pfizer documents. Um, and I should say hundreds of Pfizer documents with reports from every major section of the Pfizer document that is now released, 55,000 documents. And the, the scale of harms and deaths and strokes and hemorrhages and neurological disorders, lifelong neurological disorders, thousands and thousands and thousands, you know, 1,200 people dropping dead, four people dying the day of the injection. There's no way you can look at this and, and conclude this is just like bad medicine. With the China piece, you have to conclude that it's, an, it's a biological attack on our country and on the West. I agree hundred percent. And it's very difficult for us to get it out to the rest of the community because of the press censorship and all the other attacks that they're doing on top of it to make us look like we're loony bins. Um, you had the step, you know, I mean, I've been experiencing this for a while. It's been very frustrating. Um, in fact, I want to talk to you about our Google lawsuit because it's really something coming together really nicely. Um, oh, but, I'd love to hear. Oh, I got to give you the, the brief and you can see it. It's just been, it's fantastic. You know, hindsight being 2020, it's really coming together. But the, uh, you have 10 stages of tyranny and I was reading through it this morning. I'm like, yep, yep. 
Yep, every every stage. And you say that we're in the 10th stage. Can you talk about yeah. that? Sure, Sarah. And to you, it's very early where I am on the West Coast. Do you mind if I drink coffee while I talk? Oh gosh, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, you're right to go back to that background. Uh, the the new book out, The Bodies of Others, which is a big hit in spite of constant censorship from Amazon and the New York Times and even libraries. So everyone, please try to get a copy. Um, it is a sequel, essentially, to the book you're referencing, which is uh, The End of America, um, and an essay I wrote um, in about 2008 called um, 10 Steps to Tyranny. And in, in the book, in the essay, I, I make the case that, uh, well, I looked at history and I looked at how dictators on the left and on the right um, crushed open societies or democratic societies. And I saw that there was a map um, and that they always took the same 10 steps. Um, they started with, I won't go through all 10 of them, but they started with very, very recognizable, invoking a terrifying internal and external threat. And it can be a real threat, like terrorism served that purpose from, you know, the attack on the World Trade Center to about, well, to, to, to January of 2020, really, when they just switched the channel to COVID. Um, but, you know, you must remember those years of the drum beats of, you know, red alert, yes. orange alert, you know, never green, right? It's, it's always a danger, always a threat. And these, you know, highly weighted words, threat, threat, threat. Um, and then, you know, the second stage is to, well, one of the early stages is to create a surveillance society. Um, where people have no privacy, uh, you create a situation in which you can detain people without charge or trial, a gulag essentially, and that's what these quarantine camps are in China, but now in Australia, and they're trying to bring them here. Um, you know, I've I would seen say the January. I'm sorry to cut you off. I was. I would say a lot of the January six protesters who haven't had a trial and have been sitting in prison they're political prisoners. I, I think that's a lot oh, of it. Interesting. Yeah. You make a good point. Yeah. Um, I can't see your face <laughs> because there's a, a sign over your face. So I can't pick up your nonverbal cues of when you want to say something. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. No um, problem. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll remember that. But Okay. Thank you. So, um, you know, zipping right along, you, you criminalize dissent. Right. And they're really trying to do that. I mean, this Bureau of Disinformation uh, by the Department of Homeland Security, absolutely a way to criminalize dissent. Um, you or, or, or trying to, you know, criminalize disinformation or misinformation, whatever that is. Um, and, and in Europe, I just was on British television yesterday and they've got a bill, of course, that would um, criminalize uh, medical misinformation. Um, you'd get fined for saying something on social media that they deem medical misinformation. And, and don't you um, think that is, and yeah. I, I want you to keep going, but I almost think that's the most criminal part of the last couple of years, because that's how they were able to, all these people have been able to be killed. I mean, because we have doctors that have totally. solutions. Yeah, this is, this is right. crimes against humanity. Keep going. No, you're exactly right. If people can't talk to each other and inform each other, you can literally, you know, herd them into gas chambers. Um, no question about it. That's if we had been able openly to discuss what was happening to us, uh, 
you know, whether online or, or just, or, you know, gathering, none of this would have happened and, or could have happened. And, you know, that's why in my book, In the Bodies of Others, I'm constantly talking about, you know, they want to kill off human spaces and human communication because they can't mediate it. You know, the tech companies who are also bad actors in this and aligned yes. with China, aligned with the World Economic Forum, you know, when, when a group of people gather, humans gather in a town hall or in a bar or a restaurant or in a church or synagogue, they can't control what's communicated. And when this is a big reason to, for the masking, you know, people can't talk to each other when they're masked. It's, it's laborious to even, you know, summon the breath to have a conversation. People can't understand each other well. It's difficult to communicate. Um, so creates people are fear. driven on to certainly it, creates fear. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I'm, I'm just so agreeing with you that crushing speech and managing speech is the oh. underpinning, which is why our brilliant founders put the First Amendment first, right? It, it protects all the other right. amendments. Um, but yeah, and then the 10th stage to answer your question is uh, that you suspend the rule of law and you impose emergency law. And so in literally June of 2020 or July of 2020, when Governor Cuomo, you know, didn't just impose emergency law, but, you know, kept renewing it. I was among the first voices to say, we are not going to be let out. We're not going to be let out with our rights intact. Because I recognized that once you have emergency law, anything can be done to a population. The, the constitution really no longer protects you. And most people don't even know. And this is why I say the coup has already happened in America. Most people don't even know. I didn't know until I really, really dug because no one has covered it. President Biden extended emergency powers in April of this year, but for the first time with no terminus date and open-ended emergency powers. What, this, is, this is not democracy. For what? And, yeah. and about, yeah. oh, I'll tell you, you won't believe it because of the instability in Iraq. It's like they're not even trying anymore. The oh, instability really? in Iraq. Now I was I was being facetious. Yeah, I, I thought they were using COVID. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they're just like well, not you even pretending, think, right? Yeah, they're, they're not, not even, even pretending. And and can I just tell you, in New York State, my governor, Governor Hochul, extends emergency law every thirty days, and the reason she gives is racial inequality. <laughs> and, and New York State isn't laugh. even a very it's racist. Not. No, but it's like it's like. It's like upside down world, but this is part of the subversion process is to make us feel like things can't make sense. You know, like none, all of the promises are, are undone. All of the cause effect of Western democracies are undone. Um, that explains a lot of like surreal nature of, of what we're being given, you know, the kind of contradictory, you know, we're all told to stay indoors, but, you know, they leak these images of the elites gathering with no masks while they're masked people serving them. That's intentional. It's to, to wear us down, disorient us. Um, you know, the, the blurring of, like, again, I'm a big supporter of trans rights, but the, the insistence that you need to tell tiny children you know, that gender doesn't exist, you know, that is just confusing and disorienting. You know, the, the, uh, the I see a constant um, turning upside down of our icons. And like, uh, this may seem tiny, but these people are geniuses. Uh, I was reading Better Homes and Gardens at the hairdresser and Harry Styles was in a photo feature, is submerged in water in a kind of translucent, 
white trousers with his pubic hair visible, you know, through the fabric. And this is Better Homes and Gardens. And so there's like, and I'm not a prude, but I just, and, and on the front cover, he had his hand like this, and he had a cross on it. So the cross appeared upside down. So there's just this drumbeat, you know, of, of subconscious um, undermining of our institutions and our symbol system and I, our culture. You know, when, when President Biden looked at his watch multiple times, very visibly, when he was at a funeral for a deceased uh, soldiers, or when he, and I used to advise, you know, presidential, a presidential campaign and advise a vice president, those, no, nothing is by accident at that level. Nothing is not coordinated at that level. And everything is very carefully scripted. And so to have multiple glances at the watch, you know, with no one leaning over and whispering in his ear, you know, that that wouldn't happen. Um, it, uh, you know, other examples are very notable. Every president ends his speeches by saying, and God bless the United States of America. You know, God bless our soldiers yeah. and God bless the United States of America. He dropped it, you know, and that's not accidental. You, you have, you know, those speechwriters, it's not the first time they've ever written presidential speeches. They have whole careers at, you know, high level. Yeah. They know the conventions, they know the norms. That was a proactive decision. So I just want to tell people when you're feeling confused and disoriented and like, is this America? What's going on? This is intentional. And this is how the, the CCP wages war. And now they have AI to help them, you know, to literally you can program AI to say like, what is an American symbol? You know, mom, apple pie, the flag, you know, the star spangled banner, um, you know, what represents wholesome America, better homes and gardens. And then AI can literally create a program to seed disturbing or profane or the opposite of, you know, sacred or patriotic into, you know, those moments. Um, that, that's what we're dealing with. And people really need to understand it because the only way this country can survive or any Western democracy can survive is by embracing its own culture and people meeting in person and, you know, practicing <laughs> the firing range and knowing where their food is and, you know, other things I can describe, but literally hanging on to their culture, reinforcing what is our culture. This is not our culture. Yeah, the, the, that I can't tell you how much I agree with everything that you're saying. It's just, but one thing, I have become more of a prude, I think, because I see all this and I'm like, oh, you know, I, that's just not what you should be looking at. And uh, I, I got to say that I just found evidence of NAMBLA, you know, they, that's the Boy Man Love Association, which is just a horrifying group of people. Have Does that been, still exist? Well, they went underground, right? I mean, they didn't just disappear. These people still, you know, congregate, they might change their names, but they've been infiltrating right. into the LGBT community, which is why yeah. I think we're seeing all these weird things because they, there is a choir uh, video and somebody went and looked at all the people and then saw who was members of that and members of NAMBLA. And there's, there's like a dozen of them that are in all these different organizations, you know, just in that one organization. And I was like, oh, I bet you there's a pattern here. And it, because it starts to make sense with how China uses these characters. I mean, they use bad right. actors to infiltrate. I mean, they have to have people to help them out. Totally, and totally. Yes. Yeah. But people, um, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanna 
share with what you're saying. You know, I, I don't, you know, as a feminist, I don't usually like invoke my husband, you know, at every, at every step, but I, I have to say people, you know, he's, so he's now in private intelligence and people have to understand there's a, a whole industry of, of people out there, you know, intelligence professionals in the private sector who, who, whose job involves pretexting and they're hired by like, if one gas company is going after another gas company, they will hire, you know, private intel guys to dress yeah. up like protesters and infiltrate the meeting and make it violent or, um, you know, derail it in some way um, uh, or direct it at their competition, right? This is very common. And China uses, you know, uses uh, intermediaries and, and cutouts and Western companies. I mean, Blackwater, I, I'm, I'm, you know, talking to people right now about something really interesting, which is Blackwater is heavily, Blackwater would have slipped, BlackRock is heavily invested in China. And a, a oh, very yes. distinguished um, finance professional said, why are we investing in our own oppression? You know, we need to create financial instruments that are about freedom. And so, you know, we're talking about this, but my point is, you know, the people running BlackRock are not Chinese nationals or Chinese assets. They are, you know, Western businessmen and women, um, but they're, they're holy assets of BlackRock. Same with uh, Hollywood. I mean, I know Hollywood directors who make blockbuster films and they have to change the you know, they can't have Chinese bad guys. They have to like, you know, they can't make Tibet look good. They, you know, Hollywood actors who've supported Tibet have had their, you know, careers sidelined forever. Um, a a, a well-known example is um, Officer and a Gentleman, super handsome guy, you know who I mean. Oh, um, yes. Uh, he was also yeah, in yeah. Uh, Wolves. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. So, all around us, the CCP has this cultural influence. There are Confucius centers all over, uh, you know, over the country. They're come back, but even though they tried to shut them down, um, you know, Brian has found that you know China has bought up uh, all the real estate around the ports in San Diego and oh, yes. many in Washington State. And the first lockdown days. And oh, interesting, interesting. Oh, the yeah. worst lockdown states are the ones with the, the closest ties to China and the most business in China. So basically the game plan is China doesn't have enough food. They want our food supply. They want our land. They want our water. They want our energy. They don't want our population or they want to be able to you know, enslave and subjugate our population. And that's, that's what we're seeing. And it's that simple. And do you think, I mean, how do we get people in our country to wake up to start fighting this. And I know you're doing everything you can and I'm doing everything I can. I keep saying this is not a left right issue. This is, we should all be fighting this. And how do we get these people, how do we get these universities to snap out of this and start I mean, realizing that you, you are supporting your demise and you're, you're ending your children's future. How do we you know, make that step and do it fast? Oh, Sarah, I ask myself this every day. Um, that's a really hard one. No. I, you're doing everything you can by talking and talking and bringing the truth to the public 
Um, I'm doing everything I can, of course, by doing the same thing, even though like, it's incredible to me not to, not to be self-reflective, but I've written books for 35 years. I have eight bestsellers. Literally never have I written a bestseller that has not a single review on mainstream media. Not <laughs> one, not a feature, not a I mention. I shouldn't laugh. Not, I'm not funny, but. No, like, it, it, I mean, but there we are, you know, and these are, these are platforms I've written for, for 35 years. I've been a columnist for, you know, they used to have me on all the time as a commentator and I have a number four Barnes and Noble nonfiction bestseller. And they, there's literally not one mention. Um, and it's because I, I, I show that they took the money and, and helped to kill people. Um, so I guess what I'm saying there is it's not going to happen through the normal, you know, pre 2020 uh, press establishment because not not here, even less in Britain, even less in Western Europe, let alone around the world, they're completely bought up. So I guess I feel that honestly, at this point, these people are so evil and their um, attack on humanity and on the West is so comprehensive. Well, I'll just say what I believe, Sarah. I'm a very critical thinker, right? I'm not trying to blow my own horn. It's just like what I do. I've looked at this attack on us for the last two years from every level. And it's so global in scale. It's so well-coordinated. It's so kind of demonic in its imagination, so comprehensive. And, and I also have studied politics and history my whole life. It, in no other no other circumstance, not even Nazi Germany's ascent, have I seen such a supernatural amount of coordination. Like usually people fight, there are rifts, you know, there's an in-group and an out-group, you know, people betray each other, it's human nature. Nothing like that, right? For two years has happened. And I can't understand this without reference to um, non non-human, non-material reality. In other words, I actually think this is a satanic attack on humanity. And I'm not a, you know, woo-woo person. Uh, I, I never talk about this kind of stuff in public, but I think we have to face it. These are meta-human powers I think we're up against. And that's not necessarily all bad news, like paradoxically seeing, concluding that this was a meta-human level of evil with, with like supernaturally efficient skill sets um, led me to believe in God more literally than I ever have yeah, because yes. it must be targeting something, right? But yeah. I, you know, I'm not, not proselytizing. I'm not asking people to believe or see what I see, but I cannot understand this global, uh, the, 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 the sophistication and skill and complexity of this uh, as attributable to just human politics, I, even bad politics, even bad people. It doesn't make sense. It only makes sense on a metaphysical level that we don't understand yet. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if that's the case, I don't really think we have any hope, just us alone. But I do think if there is a metaphysics involved, maybe we have hope by, you know, prayer or 
uh, repentance or, you know, I'm literally reading the Old Testament these days and like, what, what are we supposed to do? You know, like, tell me prophets. I don't know. This is too, too horrible, but, but it could be, it could be like principalities and powers that we don't understand. Um, and, and so other cultures, other civilizations in the past have cleaned up their own act and, you know, at least in the Western narrative that helped them deter their worst enemies, their worst outcomes. Uh, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. my best offering to this community. That's, that's all I've got because well, this is really bad. Yeah. I, I think I'm there with you. And I always say that it, we're the warriors of God and that we have to do it. And that, uh, you know, bringing back, I, I say bringing back Christ consciousness into the community and I think that's what you're saying. There might be other ways of saying it that's better, but I don't know how else you, what other armor can you have? Because this is just crazy. I do know that the, the advanced technology can mess with people's brains and manipulate them and brainwash them at a, at, at that level. Are you still there? I think I lost you. Okay. Yes. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, no, that's I'm okay. Notification. Okay. So I do know that we have some, but still they would be fighting internally. And I, I agree with you. So we have, a, we have a big battle on our hands, but I, uh, I can't tell you how proud I am of you to stepping into Thank this you. arena and saying, hey guys, this, and I'm hoping that you can help unite people because this is not a Democrat Republican issue. We got to come together guys, Absolutely. because I mean, I, I, if we can't come together on this, we can't come together on anything. Absolutely right. No, you're right. I mean, you know, if something good comes out of all of this, it will be that, you know, we will see in this country, especially, and I do think America has a special role. I think, I think it has a special spiritual role in the world. You know, I think we're supposed to show people like I'm Jewish, right. But I, I really like Jesus. I see him as my rabbi and uh, you know, he's the greatest activist for social justice that ever yeah. was. Yeah. And just like he was a model for human beings in my view, um, you know, I think America is a model, supposed to be a model for the rest of the world. And we've lost our way, right? And so if anything good comes of this, it will be that left and right in America will realize we've been lied to about each other, which I could talk to you about for hours. And and they will see that it's not left versus right, but us against them, these demonic oligarchs who want to enslave us. And, you know, certainly we've got things to hash out or we may always disagree on, you know, abortion, or we may always disagree on fossil fuels or whatever, but if we can unite around our constitution and our founding ideals, there could be a rebirth of this country. And and we could, you know, once again, help save the rest of the world and help save Western Europe, um, you know, God willing, but it, it, it will take that. Um, I'm so sorry, Sarah, I, I, I have to jump off soon. No, that's okay. Anything you want to say to finish this? I know you have dailyclout.io. Anything that you want to contribute here at the end. And um, this has been a fantastic interview. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you. I do want to say, you know, since um, we are being so censored and since everyone who writes for us or works for us takes massive professional risks, um, I do want to ask your audience to support dailyclout.io and also to uh, to uh, please buy my book, The Bodies of Others, because of all the censorship it's encountering. Um, it's got you know hundreds of rave reviews on Amazon in spite of Amazon trying to censor it. So uh, it will help 
explain to you how we got here and what we can do about it. Um, and, you know, I guess what I'd like to end by saying is don't leave it to me, don't leave it to Sarah. Uh, you, this is a moment where everyone has to become a warrior and take risks for the children. Um, it's, you know, it, it kind of doesn't matter what happens to us. We've, we've lived exactly. our lives, I mean, no disrespect, but, you know, these little kids and babies, they deserve the same world and the same freedoms that we have. So um, we, are, we are accountable. So be a little bit braver now talk to the people around you, inform them, you know, the, the big lesson from history is mass non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance. If millions of people refuse to go along with the tyrant, the tyrant ultimately cannot establish a foothold. So we have to do this on a global scale. And uh, so I guess my message to everyone is, you know, take what we've said and take it home and put it in action because you too have to be heroes and warriors in this moment. Exactly, thank you so much. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you. I'm glad to talk to you again. Take care.